Hello and welcome to the Time Travel Murder Mystery Pretty Little Liars podcast. I am Benjamin Light. Marco Sparks. And this week we're talking about S1E15 of Pretty Little Liars, entitled If at First You Don't Succeed, Lie Lie Again. Mm-hmm. Lying fixes everything. Great title. Mm-hmm. So this week's episode jump right in with uh it's the next morning after the girls got that picture of uh that said like watch her back i didn't where it's like allison out in the yard with the shadow behind her mm-hmm. and Arya's dragging them all downstairs Arya's wide awake they all look pretty sleepy mm-hmm. uh, and Arya's apparently been up all night studying this image which yes. <laughs> i like to imagine what that looks like <laughs> she's super wired Hannah calls her a strung out powder puff girl. Yeah. Which is perfectly accurate for Arya, actually. Like, she's totally a powder puff girl. I live for these words coming out of Arya's mouth. I just couldn't let it go. <laughs> that's the first time that's ever happened to Arya. Yeah. Um, Spencer doesn't understand why Arya's so obsessed because at this point in the episode, Spencer just knows that Shadow is Ian. Spencer's being a little sketchy right from the start of this episode. Yes, she is. Mm-hmm. But Arya's doing some some deducing. She's been doing some detective work. Yeah. They she figure out, out that that picture had to have been taken from Allison's bedroom. To which the other girls reply, well, how could it have been? There's Allison in the photo, and Arya's like, duh, dummies. Had <laughs> to be Jason. Mm-hmm. Creepy Jason Sackhouse. And so Spencer volunteers to go talk to him. And that's that's pretty much your intro there. Uh, do you want to do this character by character? Yeah, I think so. All right, we'll lead the way. So, yeah, Arya, at the start of the episode, is um, she's getting two tickets from Spencer to go to some kind of museum event. There's an artist who has some kind of showing at the museum. Philadelphia um, Museum. Yeah, Philadelphia Museum, which we don't really quite understand how close Philadelphia is to Rosewood. It's seemingly like not that far, but also a bit I, of a drive. I think it's supposed to be about 40 minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Arya is just positively fucking glowing from her mm-hmm. icky relationship. Can we talk about her uh, outfit in this first scene? I mean, she has a lot of outfits in this episode, but. Please. Um, Please. I like that her pajama looks like she was like wearing a beanie. Yeah, um, but yeah, in this strange thing, in this first episode where she's or this first uh, bit where she's getting the tickets, she's wearing like this weird like hippie dress, mm-hmm. like one of those dresses where it's like there aren't like sleeves so much. It's just like you threw a tablecloth over your body and like wrapped a belt around it. You know, uh, very weird look for Arya. Yeah, this is uh this is an interesting episode. Just again for Arya's fashion. I think it would be fair to say that, like, this is probably the best Arya's ever looked in this episode. That outfit uh, accepted. Uh, she's like a total knockout for the rest of this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Yes and no. I mean, again, it's, some of these outfits are a little out of place, as usual. But that doesn't stop Arya ever. No. Ever. So, yeah, Spencer's gotten her two tickets to some kind of the museum event that Arya's going to go on a date. They're going to Philadelphia because it's out of Rosewood. And her and Ezra can have like a real date where they don't have to hide. Mm-hmm. One of them doesn't have to leave while the other counts to 50 before they follow. Ezra doesn't know about this yet. 
No, yeah, it's all Arya's planning. She's been the, the dutiful good girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she goes into Ezra's class to oh, initiate some. We got to talk about this scene. <laughs> to initiate some sexy times. There's first of all, there's this weird song playing on the soundtrack where like the chorus is just like "Hey Mama" over and over again. <laughs> That's weird enough. Um, and it's like this weird like bouncy song. Arya still like positively glowing. Um, she's like put like a jacket on now over that thing she's wearing, so she looks a lot better. She walks into the classroom and. Ezra's like, hello, Mrs. Montgomery. What are you doing here while well, I administered this makeup test with other students in the classroom? You gesture, know? gesture, gesture to all the students. All the students who are sitting at the back of the classroom. So when Arya walks in the doorway, she thinks of the classroom as empty. Yeah. yeah. And Arya doesn't give a fuck. She, no. she basically, she turns so that, you know, she's her back is to all the students taking the test, facing Ezra, and is like, can you look over my reading assignment? And then she, like, she does this thing that would be super hot if it weren't, like, a student doing it to a teacher, where she yeah. just starts to unzip her jacket, you know? And, like, Ezra's like, what the fuck? This is kind of cool, you know? Yeah. Um, and she's got, like, a tie on this, uh, with a post-it note that says, wear me, because she wants him to wear this tie, and then she hands him a notebook, and in the notebook are, like, the tickets to this art thing, and she's like... She you know. was, she's clearly surprised that like she thought he was alone, but he's not alone. Oh, she is very much enjoying what she's doing though. But she's like all prepared. Like she, the post notes are in place mm-hmm. and everything. Like she's prepared for this. But yeah, she's got her back to the students. She's talking in this like kind of like goofy cover voice of just like, Oh, hey, Mr. Fitz, could you look over, wink, wink, my reading assignment? Do you like it's what like, you see? Yeah. 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 Everyone in the class is thinking some kind of combination of ew and hot. Well, and Ezra, he's thinking like, oh shit. But at the same time, he's like, I have a total boner right now. Yeah. yeah. And my boner is like smacking its underside of this desk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's ecstatic. And and Arya's clearly enjoying the kind of like, like they both are enjoying like the, the weird, like illicit nature of this, you know, like, you know, they're, they're getting away with something, you know, and it's, it's like having sex in public almost for them, you know? She's almost basically, like, metaphorically just handed him her panties. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's gonna, like, smell them and, like, put them in his And then she off. just, like, you know, pulls her notebook up to cover, you know, her unzipped jacket and saunters on out, feeling like a million bucks, because she's Arya. Yeah. Because she's Arya fucking Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Peasants. Yeah, so, later, Arya's dealing with Hannah. Hannah's got her own shit going on, thanks to A. And she's a little shocked that Hannah won't join her for a Manny Petty. Also, Arya's got the feather earrings again. I want to point out this—it's like the next day, I think, right? Because Arya has like a new outfit where her outfit's like super tight jeans, red boots, like burgundy red boots, like burgundy red sweater, and pigtails. Yeah, <laughs> just like, and she looks great, but it's once again like, oh, like high school student, you know. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like I'm sure Ezra's like, did you really have to wear that, or no? Please wear some more of that, you know. Yeah, and and so on top of it, Arya is the kind of girl who will not shut the fuck up about her older boyfriend mm-hmm. to the point that even Hannah's like, why don't you cool it, bitch? Um, Hannah though has something going on which we'll get into, but she's not she's not interested in hearing about Ezra this and Ezra that. She's like, why don't you guys take a break? Maybe you just shouldn't go to this thing tonight, you know? Yeah. And Arya's like, how dare you? Yeah. Well, so Arya immediately goes to the, you just sound like you're jealous, Hannah. Mm-hmm. 
And and I took away as that scene ended that you know while Arya's hurt that her now we her best friend you know mm-hmm. did all this to her, Arya's fucking loving that somebody's jealous of her relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so like later, like Arya's talking with uh, Emily and Spencer. You know, they're having lunch. And Spencer's just like, oh, where's Hannah? Because Arya's pissed off at Hannah. She's like, who cares? Well, and when so, she says it, she's like, who cares? You know, yeah. like, and but, then uh, like, they're like, what? And she's like, oh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And so eventually Spencer asks like, well, about the date with Ezra. And Arya, complete sea change, is ecstatic yeah. to start talking about her date with Ezra tonight. And how great it's going to be. She can't decide what to wear. Should it be a, like a backless or a strapless dress? Although I would vote for both. Yeah. Well, uh, she ends up going with a strapless red satin, like super tight form fitting gown. Probably has never looked better. Like she's a complete knockout. Yeah. Uh, which only makes it creepier that she's going on a date with her teacher. Um, just real quick tip, even though this is more of a Hannah note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ella's teaching a history class. She's talking about World War II, although the blackboard talks about George W. Bush. Mm-hmm. And she basically, the lesson from World War II is that appeasement doesn't work. Everyone's favorite history lesson, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, then there's Arya's red dress. Oh, my God. You know, she does look fantastic in this dress, but a little bit hookerish for a late afternoon muse- museum going. Yeah, but she looks fucking fantastic. So I, Arya Montgomery, expensive teenage prostitute. Well, and she's got the like the black satin like mini jacket on, you know, yeah. to cover her shoulders. And like, there's a scene where like she's kissing Ezra, and like those heels are like five inch heels, easy. Yeah. You know, like yeah, well, she's like on her tiptoes like constantly. Yeah, um, but she does so, look just freaking amazing. So we see her. She's at Ezra's building. She's outside. There's a buzzer now to Ezra's building, which I wouldn't have thought from previous. I know. Episodes. Like, seemingly Arya can get up there whenever she wants, so I don't know what's going on there. Like, is she just, is she that kind of girl that she, like, hits the buzzer for every single yeah. part that somebody, <laughs> like, lets her in? Yeah. Um, it's me. <laughs> Open up. They're like, who? Yeah, but so she's a little frustrated because Ezra's not answering his, his door or whatever. And then the limo pulls up that Ezra got for their trip to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Further confirming that he's Richard Gear. What is uh what does like the limo driver think of this? You know? Well yeah, the little the limo driver should seriously because they're the limo driver they do the thing where like Ezra like doesn't get out of the limo, he just rolls down the window. The limo driver gets out of the car to open the door for Arya. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's clear to him that this is a young girl. Unless he's just thinking that Ezra's a guy who's gonna make out with his daughter yeah. on the way up to Philadelphia. I mean, Lucy Hill is probably like twenty one, twenty two when she filmed this. Um she still looks pretty young now. Yeah. She looks like a classy underage escort. Like it would really be a, it'd be a very one. romantic moment if it wasn't totally skeezy. Yeah, exactly. That, I have that exact same thing written down. Like, this would have been romantic, except it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yuck. Yeah. Um, so, somebody has given Ella a ticket to go to this exact same museum opening. Mm-hmm. Which, uh-oh, she might catch R.E.F. Ezra. But Ella's car won't start. And thus begins a series of like two or three scenes with Byron showing up to try to help Ella with the car, and they're very snipey with each other, and lots of bickering, lots of bickering, lots of like, are what are we talking about in this conversation? Are we talking about the car? Are we talking about a relationship type of stuff? You know, right? The car is a kill switch. You can only mm-hmm. repair things so many times before they break for good. Um, 
and then they, they essentially eventually byron like ella figures out that uh byron is actually going on a date himself which is yeah. why he's like cranky and i just want to point out this one line where ella's pissed because the car won't start and she's mad at byron for making her get that stupid car in the first place and he says maybe next time you'll find a date classy enough to pick you up <laughs> to which i just wrote down meow you know like, <laughs> damn byron like that was not even subtle you know and she uh, like amazingly like doesn't like just jump straight down his throat when he says right. that you know she's like i think i need a cab i just i had a good lol when uh she realized that he's bought a new shirt that therefore he must be going on a date mm-hmm. and then she's like have you been working out <laughs> Uh, anyway, so back to Ari and Ezra. The artist didn't show up at the museum, which is just that will be important later. Yeah, yeah, it's just preposterous to Arya. Uh, they they step outside of the museum on the steps. It's still daylight. Ezra seriously looks like he's on a date with his daughter. She's on her like tippy toes on her like five inch high heels, and he still has to like lean over to kiss her. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're still not used to being out together in the open. Uh, like they're kind of afraid to hold hands. Like mm-hmm. kissing seems kind of odd to them because they're in public. But uh, then they find a way. Eventually, because again, it would be romantic if it wasn't so creepy. Yeah. So uh, eventually, Byron and Ella roll up to this place, but never make it out of the car. They fight some more, and then they start making out. And now they're basically having an affair with each other. Yeah, he had offered to give her a ride, and then their bickering and their hate turned to something sexy. Mm-hmm. Um. So the next day at school, Hannah and Arya are making up. Hannah's trying to confess something that she did, but again, Arya will not shut the fuck up about her relationship. Hannah sits down and she says, there's something I need to tell you. Last night, and then Arya jumps in, last night was amazing. Let me tell you all about it. She literally says, last night was one of the best nights of my life. Yeah. Which, ugh. I just want to, you know, not to take it there, but like, Yo, you're, take you're, it there because I have the exact same thing in my notes. You're Ezra. You you went on a fancy limo date with a chick who's just dressed absolutely gorgeous. Um, you get back in your limo to go home. What do you do? You just drop her off at her house. I mean, like, no, she has. How does that date end? She has the excuse that she's spending the night at Spencer's. Well, even with the excuse, how does that date end? Yeah, but so this is this is like, the second. Aren't time. you at least hoping for like an HJ there? I mean, like this is the second time in two episodes that she spent the night at Ezra's place. Seemingly, yeah. But we're not led to believe that that anything happened. Yeah, not even like yeah, like not even hand stuff, not even mouse stuff. Yeah, it's like this dude's in his mid twenties. You know, like you don't go on dates like that and then just like you know give her a kiss good night and like have her sleep on the couch. You know. Yeah, like, 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 they go back to, you know, his place. He reads her some fucking, like, poetry or something. And then he's just like, oh, my God, Arya, I'm going to explode. <laughs> he's just like, I need to go use the restroom for a few minutes. I'll be yeah. back. Do you remember the scene from The Venture Brothers when Brock has to get up after dealing with a Molotov cocktail? Excuse me. <laughs> I need to go take care of something. <laughs> Seriously. Um, yeah, so Arya's dress that she's wearing in the scene with Hannah, though, is the perfect combination of cute, attractive, slutty, juvenile, and purple. Mm-hmm. That's hard. I mean, it's a, it's a form-fitting dress that really shows off, you know, that Lucy has a lovely body. But it's like a little girl's dress. But it's purple, and it's got like this kind of like goth zipper thing. 
somebody's not stopping Arya from leaving the house wearing these things. Yeah. Well, seemingly her parents aren't. Well, there's yeah. a whole bit where Arya starts talking to Ella and, you know, like, oh, how's your night? And Arya lies and says she had a good sleepover. And then Ella's like, oh, yeah, I went to this uh, thing. You know? And so Arya freaks out because Ella's been in the museum thing and she's thinking to herself, oh, shit, could Ella have seen us? But that's your cue, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry, I, was, I just got a text message. <laughs> I'm acting very Arya-ish right now. Um, yeah, and so they're they're both lying to each other about what they did the night before. and they're But neither of them catches on that the other is lying because they're both thinking about themselves lying, you know? Right. Well, yeah, because Ella is like, I had a great time at the museum opening. I met the artist. And Arya, like, Arya's been freaking out. And now she's just like, she has this kind of like smile on her face that she, she knows she's being lied to. Hmm. And, and she's enjoying it. Arya's like, that's cute. You're lying to me. You're lying to me. <laughs> I'm the prettiest little liar there is. Yeah. So, but before the hand conversation was over, um, Hannah's trying to, again, offer Arya some counsel about the risk, and Arya, just being the fucking moron that she is, and this, this adorable moron that she is, it's just like, it is a risk, but I'm willing to take that risk for Ezra. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you don't have as much You're not risk. the one going to jail. Yeah. 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 Ezra's Especially when Ezra time. tries to tell the defense, like, no, seriously, when the date was over, we went back to my place, and she slept on the couch. But the, the dates, the, the, the judge is like, yeah, I'm looking at the, the, picture of what she wore that night yeah bullshit or or no she we just shared a bed and cuddled you know bullshit bullshit yeah yeah, yeah. um so then there's hannah poor hannah yeah. hannah hides her money in the popsicles unlike ashley yeah <laughs> neither uh, of these chicks is like ashley works at a bank but uh doesn't occur to either of them to put their money in one no no yeah, well, because Ashley knows how easily you can rob a bank now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to hide their money in the kitchen because seemingly that's the only room in their house. <laughs> well, we've seen Hannah's bedroom, haven't we? I don't know if we have or not. I don't think we have. We we've will seen like, Arya's house. Yeah. We've seen like you know Spencer's house. We've seen, we've seen Emily's, Emily's bedroom. Yeah. Well, we've seen Emily's like kitchen and family room. I don't yeah. think we've seen Hannah's bedroom yet. We might have, but only briefly or so. I don't, I don't believe so. Um, there's the, the hilarious little like physical comedy of Hannah and Ashley and the blackened bananas. Yeah, well, they're having this conversation, you know, morning conversation, while Ashley's on the phone, like just like getting her like agenda for the day or something like that. And Hannah hands Ashley a banana that's like pretty brown. And as she's talking, Ashley looks at the banana and kind of like sneers at it and puts it down on the table, like. The the little things they do with the kind of actions of the characters I've always been fascinated with. Well, no, you you missed out. Is that while Ashley's walking in, Hannah wants a banana for herself, so she picks up a banana, sneers at, mm-hmm. it, sets it down, and then Ashley's like, "Hand me a banana." And then so like, yeah. Hannah hands her the exact same banana, and Ashley has the exact same reaction. Um, also, Ashley looks fucking stunning in this opening scene. Yeah, yeah, Laura Layton's looking good. Keeping it tight. Well, it, it reminds me a little. I remember listening to some of the commentary for like the social network where uh, they had Josh Pence playing the other Winklevoss twin and they would have to like then redo all the shots with uh, what's his face, Army Hammer. Right. And they were talking about how hard it was because Josh Pence 
did like this really like kind of like physical acting, like interacting with props and whatnot that made it a lot harder to mirror his performance, you know? And I always think about that when I'm watching the show because they do a lot of stuff. Like in one of the later scenes, Ashley's like decides to make pancakes and she she's hitting her lines, Laura Layton is, as she's like cracking an egg open. Which like yeah. maybe it's just me. I've never been great at like cracking eggs open, but like that can't have been that easy to do that shot, you know? No, not as an actor, yeah. Mm-hmm. The blocking and everything. Um Yeah, so then we get the scene where uh Spencer's handing uh Arya her two tickets for the the museum thing. And Hannah like Spencer's very much on board with this whole relationship. Mm-hmm. But you can tell Hannah's that Hannah kinda thinks that Arya's relationship is icky. Yeah, well, Spencer's enabling. Hannah's, well, she's a little creeped out, but also because, um, well, is she creeped out yet in that scene? I don't know. No, she hasn't. She hasn't yeah. gotten stuff from, te- from A. She yet. hasn't gotten yeah. the A message yet. So yeah, this is just her general reaction, but she keeps referring to him as Mr. Fizz. And Arya's like, please, can you call him Ezra? And <laughs> Hannah's like, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's Mr. my fucking Fizz. teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we find out that, uh, Hannah's been skipping PE for a while now. Blaming it on her leg. Yeah, she's gonna get detention. I love that the the coach slash PE teacher is just like, I would buy that Hannah, but I just watch you do like a six hour dance thon over the weekend. And Hannah tries to blame it on adrenaline. Yeah. Oh Hannah, you get points for trying. So she gets Caleb, detention. Caleb swoops in to be all bad boy. He is a bad boy. Yes, he is. Uh, let me see. I think I have some notes on this. Um, so the stuff with her detention, like Caleb goes to the detention. Do we think he got detention just because he knew Hannah had detention? Inconclusive. Inconclusive. Yeah. But before that, Hannah gets a, an A note in her locker. She gets a card from A. A card from A, which I got to say, this is one of the most hilarious things A has done. It's a card, and on the cover, on the front of the card, it's a drawing of a mother and a daughter. And then A's drawn a little, like, kind of like. What's well, this? Happy com- Mother's Day. Yeah, drawn a little comic bubble <laughs> and from the, the mother. And the mother is saying, I need money! Exclamation <laughs> mark. Which, I just love that so much. Yeah. And then inside, uh, basically, Hannah's instructions are, uh, tell, give Ella the ticket to, uh, Give Ella this ticket to that same art thing that Arya's going to, uh, or else, you know. I mean, again, again, logistically, you have to be amazed by by A's precision mm-hmm. because whatever surveillance are doing to know that that uh, Spencer's getting these tickets, you know, for Arya to the thing, mm-hmm. like then A has to go and procure a ticket, another ticket, just to give to Ella. I don't know. It's fascinating. Um. Yeah, so A wants Hannah to send Ella to the same museum to catch Arya and Ezra. Uh, she comes home and finds Ashley sitting at the kitchen table crying while holding a carton of eggs. Sad Ashley, yeah. Yeah, sad Ashley, sad eggs. Um, Ashley, you know, like wipes her tears, tries to pretend like nothing's wrong, goes into a whole story about when Hannah was unconscious from her car accident. They tried to shave part of her head for stitches. And Ashley wouldn't let them because, you know, Hannah would freak out. And now Ashley's freaking out about her future. Mm-hmm. And it's breakfast time, comfort food. These chicks are going to try to wash away their sorrow with pancakes. rich food. Yeah, mm-hmm. pancakes and bacon. 
And this is when Hannah decides she's going to go through with uh, basically Shanghai and Ara, which Arya, which I mean, really, can you blame her? Like, I think she kind of yeah. has to choose her mom here, you know, yeah. over Arya's fucking love life. Yeah, Arya's fucking weird love life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but Hannah's clever though because she not only puts the tickets in an envelope for Ella, she writes a little note that you know it's from the Rosewood PTA, thanking Ella for all her hard work. Mm-hmm. It's, this is clever. Yeah. But then the next day, after that appeasement conversation, she thinks better of it, tries to talk Arya out of it, and is like, maybe you just shouldn't go tonight. In fact, whatever you do, don't go tonight. And Arya's just like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm Arya, you jealous mm. bitch. I am Arya. Yeah, but like Hannah learned some serious fucking life lessons about bullying from World War II. Mm-hmm. So uh, she, she's got to go to detention. Caleb is mysteriously there as well. Um, they have a quick conversation where Justin Bieber is mentioned and it sounds like super fake. Um, like, did, did that not sound really fake to you? Like Fake and just painfully dated. It was like, we have to have them talk about Justin Bieber because they're teenagers, you know? Yeah. Um, and then he, like, Hannah's like, oh, I just really need to, to not have Mrs. Montgomery get to Philly tonight, you know? And then Caleb immediately, like, gets out of detention because he, like, sent an email himself claiming to be his, his own social worker to get out of it. Because uh, he has a then social worker. Then he gets worker. up. Then yeah. he gets up in the middle of the classroom and mm-hmm. proudly tells Hannah yeah. loudly how he got out of detention. Mm-hmm. And the te- like, somehow the teacher's not, like, hearing all of this. <laughs> so he yeah. bounces. Um, and... Later, as we'll learn, he's the one who, like, rigs Ella's car so that it won't yeah. start. Which, I just want to point out, like, he needed almost no prompting at all to go sabotage a teacher's car. Yeah. No, like, he has no, no idea exactly. why he's doing this. You know, he's like, oh, okay, well, fine, I'll just go rig someone's car. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm not doing anything else. He doesn't dial in at all to how creepy it is that Hannah doesn't want her teacher to drive to Philadelphia. For yeah, because if she gets there, someone's going to get hurt, you know? Yeah. Which is a creepy statement. On it's just like, oh, that sounds legit. I'm just yeah. going to go uh, rig a teacher's car to not start. Yeah. yeah. Sketchy, sketchy cyber wolf is going to go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so then Hannah goes to the bank to comfort her mother because Mrs. Potter, the woman that she stole the money from, who only comes once a year, is coming again, and it can only be bad news because she's going to discover the money is gone. Mm-hmm. But Mrs. Potter apparently had a heart attack and died. Well, in this scene, like, right before they get that news, there's, like, another Hannah Ashley heart-to-heart, and it's very sad. And then the, like, the receptionist or whoever comes in is like, by the way, that lady died, you know. And, like, Hannah's, like, crying and hugging her mom, and it's like, are they happy right now? Yes, <laughs> it's like they are. It's like there's this inconvenient, uh, like, reality that, like, some old lady just died to uh, bring this mother and daughter together. Yeah, these two Gilmore girls are so relieved. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, Sorry, Mrs. Potter, but you were old. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Joby, you could charm the black off a telegraph boy. Well, it's like, um, did uh, did A just kill some old lady because Hannah yeah, followed through? You have to really be wondering. Like, you know that A didn't like sabotage the car, so now you're wondering if A's like poison this old woman. A's like, good work, Hannah. I'll take care of this old bat for you. Yeah, because my skills are amazing. Um, made it look like a heart attack. Which, at that point, like, I would not leave my house. I'd be so generally terrified of A. <laughs> well, you think Hannah should let the other liars know about this? By the way, 
in case you want to know what kind of powers A has. Yeah. She she might she have just killed a woman. Murdered an old yeah. woman. I'm just saying, guys, this is this is next level shit. This is bonkers, yeah. Uh so the the next day after the museum thing, Arya and Hannah make up. Hannah can't even get a word in edgewise <laughs> to confess to Arya what she did and how she feels bad, because Arya will not shut the fuck up about her relationship. Mm-hmm. And then we discover that Caleb is the one who sabotaged Ella's car, and Caleb and Hannah start vibing on each other. Well, and she's like, he, she offers him money, and he's just like, I don't want your money, you know, in parentheses, just you. Um, yeah. And, and she's like, what do you want? And he's like, I'll think of something. Because that, yeah. I hope you're taking notes, Lucas, you know. Yeah. Well, and we I mean, need to remember, the subtle message of this season is that Hannah is in fucking heat. Mm-hmm. And the Cyberwolf. He's, he's got a branch he's into. Yeah, yeah, he plays by different rules. Well, number one, first thing he has that, that Sean doesn't is he's not gay. Yeah, he's got that going for him. He's got his, like, bad boy long hair. Yeah, yeah. He dresses like he might stink a little bit. <laughs> Apparently as a social worker. Yeah. Might be homeless. You know, all the good qualities. He's, also, he's really good at getting you, like, new apps and new ringtones. Mm-hmm. Chicks dig that. Uh, the that movie. Yeah, the only stuff in this episode. Well, we're introduced to Paige. I'll just put Fuck that out there Paige. right, right from the start. Enter Paige. Emily is suddenly like back, to, back on the swim team. Like she's recommitted herself, which I guess means she's like over Maya now. You know? I don't know, but the I like the one line. Well, it looks like Emily remembered that she likes to win. Mm-hmm. So she's back on swim team, and uh, I'll just. Without giving anything away, so this is the first of many, many, uh, like, swimming shots on the show. Like, they really love their underwater cameras, apparently. Like, no, no show has ever, like, filmed as many, like, slow motion, like, glorious, like, swim shots as this show has. Um, so Hannah, or not Hannah, Emily apparently, like, sets a new record and practice or whatever. And this earns the ire of Paige, who's another swim, t- swim team member. Who like thinks she's like swim team hot shit and like isn't happy that Emily suddenly cares again and is beating her? Paige is a control freak of a stupid haircut. Paige's haircut is so bad. Um, How did you describe it yesterday? It's like a page boy haircut, only like the sides are straight. Um, it's hideous. It, like it's not flattering at all. You know, it's like these ugly, hideous bangs in the front and then like straight sides. Like uh, bangs are creepy. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, Paige is like delivering this like terrible speech on well, leadership. She, she buys all these little presents that she hands out to the rest of the team in the locker room and then tries to give a speech about leadership. And the swim team coach comes in and basically tells her to shut the fuck up. Yeah. It's like, that's great, Paige. Everybody should be more like Emily. Yeah, yeah, then calls out how awesome Emily is and basically mm-hmm. just says, Suck it, Paige. Mm-hmm. But Paige just gets even even more pissed. Yeah. Well, Paige thinks that Emily's clearly gunning for the team captain position. Emily couldn't give a shit. Uh, she couldn't give a shit until I think Paige brings it up. Yeah, yeah. And then, then Emily's like, like, "Fuck you! I'm taking it." You know. Yeah, I'll take I'll take everything is yours, you bitch. Well, then because Paige is topping all off by making some derogatory comments about well, she has this, sexuality. This creepy scene where like Emily's at the locker, and like Paige walks up and starts messing with her bra, which is like weird in general. Um. Yeah. And then starts talking about, like, uh, you know, you spend a little too much time on the breaststroke, you know, like, 
or what team are you really playing for? Like, just like stupid comments like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And Emily's just like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah. And she's basically like, if you want to, you know, if you got a problem, beat me. That's how, how she puts it. Yeah. But so, then, but then Emily tells, uh, Spence and Arya about this. And Spencer's response is, I will destroy her. Yeah. Yeah. Spencer and Arya are a little too precious and protective about their pet gay friend. Yeah. Well, and it comes up later too, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, but we find out from Spencer that Paige is played on field hockey with Spencer as well. And like everybody hated her. And they named the penalty after her because she's just like kind of a bully, you bully. know? Yeah. 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 Um, and so the present that Paige was giving everyone was bracelets that say "Go Sharks" on them. And the bracelets are remarkably similar to the Allison ones, seemingly the, made by the same person. Yeah. And so Spencer elects herself to go find this bead person and you know get to the bottom of this, yeah. which we'll cover later. Um, but Emily and Paige get called in front of the coach because the coach it's reported to the coach that somebody made a homophobic comment, and they have zero tolerance on that. Uh. So Paige is freaking out, but Emily covers for her. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out, like, and we were going to date ourselves here, but uh, 15 years ago when we were in high school, the idea of something like this happening would just, like, been, like, wild and, like, unexpected. Like, like you would never have had a, a coach care about homophobia, you know? No, sadly, no. A lot has changed in 15 years. Well, but also our experience would be different because we're men. Yeah, but even then, like, man, like, high school coaches would not give a shit. Like, nobody gave a shit when we were in high school. Yeah. Well, yeah, because back then, gay students were firmly in the closet. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so Emily's telling Spencer about all this later, and uh, Spencer reveals nonchalantly that she's the one who went to the coach. And said what uh, what Paige said, and Emily flips out because, as she says, I can stand up for myself. To which Spencer replies, "Well, you never did that with Allison." Yeah, yeah. The kind of caps off their argument. Sick burn there by Spencer. He's kind of a bitch in this episode. Yeah. Um, but Emily's basic thing is like, "Look, I already put her in her place. I don't need you like defending me." You know. Right. Right. Um. So then we get the long, unnecessarily drawn out sequence of emily swimming well there's this it cuts from i think it cuts from like an aria scene to emily swimming with like you know some lesbian singing on the soundtrack and these slow motion shots of you know emily getting in touch with her athleticism blah 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 and then suddenly like she gets to the end of the thing and suddenly like somebody's hand shoots down tries like drown emily you know like pushes her head down into the water Pushes her head down, pulls it up, pushes it back down. It's crazy ass Paige. Yeah, uh, she's fucking nuts. Trying to talk a bunch of trash about how like I don't go to the coach to settle things. This is how I do it in the OC, you know. Um, at least just like what the fuck. Yeah, well, she got bumped from some spot in the roster. Yeah, she's not the anchor anymore. Emily is. Yeah, poor Paige. You know, if Paige had just kept her fucking mouth shut. Probably wouldn't happen. Mm. And then there's Spencer. Yeah, well, I, I guess, yeah, that's the end of Emily's drama in this, more or less. Um, so, yeah, circling back now to Spencer. The After the opening, they start off with a shot of the shadow of Spencer as she climbs the stairs to, like, uh, 
something at the high school, it seems like, or somewhere, somewhere with, you know, an arena of some kind. Um, the shadow sentry, she's climbing the stairs looking for Jason De Laurentiis, who's doing a tour de stade. Shirtless, of course. Yeah, shirtless, of course. Um, he's back to take care of family business. Yeah, they find out he's in town. That's why she went to see him. Yeah. Uh, I gotta say, I'm glad they recast this guy because I'm not feeling him at all. Yeah, he's boring as shit. Well, they, they play this whole scene like, like, I think you're supposed to get the impression that, like, he was, like, a huge dick to them the last yeah. time they saw him, which I just never totally felt. I mean, he was, like, he was kind of, like, pushy and bossy, but, like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't feel like what they're trying to communicate really it, landed. It came more with the relish of which he told her that Allison told him what a monster Spencer is. I guess, yeah. I never felt like they totally landed those scenes, you know? Mm-hmm. So she gives him the picture. He's not that impressed by it because he said that, you know, they've gotten a lot of weird mail, the family, since Allison died. Some of it conspiracy stuff, some of it condolences from strangers, some of it weird Photoshop pictures. But the family has a PI on tap. So he's going to give the picture to the PI to investigate. Mm -hmm. And Spencer literally is wearing lots of hats in this episode. Yeah. Well, and then they had this weird conversation about how, like, that memorial thing was the hardest thing he did. And like, he's sorry he acted like a jerk. And I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's like, I guess, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Not feeling that's, this. Jason. That's, that's her reaction too. Yeah. Like, uh, um, so anyways, again, it's Spencer who got Aria the tickets to the museum thing. Cause her dad's on the museum board, which he joined for networking. He doesn't know a Monet from a mojito, <laughs> which is just a hilarious line to me. Uh, Ari wants to know how she can pay Spencer back. Well, Spencer says, basically, like, get me a pizza and a DVD. Since I'm going to be covering for you, I want to be alone in my room, like, eating pizza and watching a movie. With, with Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Interesting. Spencer's into Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Which, you know, she's going to watch some dumb movie, like, day after tomorrow. <laughs> Send early Gyllenhaal. <laughs> um... Yeah, so so later when you get that sequence when um when Arya is seemingly down in a dumpster because she's had a little, little tiff of Hannah, Spencer's like, "What gives? Like, why don't you want to talk about your date? Yesterday you were ready to give me tongue just for giving you those two tickets." <laughs> Which I just want to say, just imagine it. Mm-hmm. Well, and, uh, Hannah, or I'm sorry, Spencer also has a great line where like, because like Arya's kind of like being bitchy and emily's glum because of the page thing and spencer says okay i've heard of communal cramps but this is ridiculous <laughs> which like it's, one, it's something they almost never really address on this show you know yeah the men's is yeah 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 well like spencer is not fully absorbed into the sisterhood it would make a little bit of sense if they were all you know that time of the month in this episode they spend a lot of time together yeah they should be cycling together spencer right? is pretty bitchy in this episode I mean, there's a reason for it, but, like, she's definitely, like, a bull in a china shop here, you know? Like, she has this scene with Emily uh, where before they get in the argument, she's, like, trying to make Emily eat a bunch of pizza because she needs to eat a bunch of pizza to keep her blood sugar up because she's going to... She's like, you know what happens to me when my blood sugar drops? Yeah. And, like, she has to go somewhere and might not be back to eat for a while. Well, uh, prior to that, she's come home from school. She's got her pizza and her DVD. Yeah. And there's Jason. Just sitting like, on the, the couch. She just walks in with a whole pizza, you know? Yeah. yeah. She's seemingly going to eat this pizza and watch this movie all by herself. And there's Jason sitting on her couch, who was led in by the housekeeper. And they have a weird conversation where he says 
That was definitely that's a, definitely a real picture, probably taken from uh, Allison's room, probably taken by him, because uh, he says he was high for that entire month, uh, so he doesn't remember anything. Which I don't think you can be high from pot for an entire month and not remember anything. I don't know. I don't. Maybe very hungry. Yeah. And he um, also reveals that Ian was often there getting high with him. Yeah. And so Especially maybe after, perhaps after it was him Ian. And Melissa broke up. Ian and Jason hung out a lot and party. And that Ian was the poster boy by day and the party boy by night. Yeah. Although, isn't Ian supposed to be like out of college by this point? I mean. Well, he's, he's some kind of faculty role at the high school. So. Well, he's, he's like Melissa's age, seemingly. So, yeah. like late 20s, you know? Yeah. Um,. Again, location-wise, because it's always kind of nebulous, like where exactly the houses are. Somehow, Allison's house and Emily's house are next-door neighbors. But also Spencer's house. Yeah, but Spencer seemingly is not on the same street as Emily and Allison, but her like Spencer's the window from Spencer's room looks into the room of Allison's yeah. bedroom. It looks into the bedroom, the window of Allison's bedroom. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the, there's a great moment where Emily and Spencer are eating their half a pizza together, and Spencer says, "We we both know what happens when my blood sugar drops," mm-hmm. and I'm just so titillated by that line. What happens when her blood sugar drops? <sighs> so Spencer eventually goes to see the bead lady. Yeah, and the bead lady's like, "Oh, let me look up to see when this uh, these bracelets were ordered. The like the uh, the fake Allison one, or the assumes the fake one." This is like doddering old like Etsy Spencer. Yeah. yeah. She's like, ah, yes, let's see. Uh, looks like these were purchased by Spencer Hastings. Oh, Does that name oh. mean anything to you? Yeah. I always like it when Spencer gets gaslighted. Yeah. So uh, then Spencer is in her room. She's pontificating on the picture. And we get mega flashback. Flashback to her and Allison having a big fight, you know, the night Allison disappeared. About how Allison's like, like she's like, well... If you don't tell, he's you know your sister's gonna find out about you and Ian, and like yeah. just being a bitch about it. And Spencer's basically like, "I'm gonna kick you out of the group. We don't need you anymore." And Allison's like, "I made you guys you need me. You don't exist without me." Puppets. She refers yeah. them as puppets. Yeah. Spencer says, "You treat us like you're, you're we're your puppets," and she says, "You are." You know. Yeah. And so then Spencer's like, "No, I think you won't exist without us." You know. And yeah. like, as far as I'm concerned, you're already dead to me. Allison storms out, seemingly right when before this picture was taken, and then like uh, Spencer runs out after her. Which this whole scene, I'm just gonna say, very much supports my theory that Spencer killed Allison. Well, I guess what I'm curious about is the timing of it. Is this before the scene in the pilot where Allison comes to the barn where the four girls are? I guess. I, it seems like it. I don't know. It's hard to tell. They're not very clear about it. But yeah, Spencer, like, once Allison storms out, Spencer starts to head upstairs, but then stops. And it's like like she's overcome by some kind of emotion or rage or something. Mm -hmm. And then she storms off after Allison. Um, So yeah, there at the ending, Spencer's brought the the other three liars to her bedroom to reveal that the shadow in the picture isn't Ian, but her. Real quick, I just want to point out one thing I noticed watching this episode is that when Spencer's fighting with Allison, she actually adopts some of Allison's like vocal mannerisms. I thought it was a really nice touch, and it totally makes sense that Spencer would fight like Allison 
with Allison, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Spencer's seemingly known all along that the shadow is her. Mm-hmm. And felt guilty about it. Didn't um, want to acknowledge it, yeah. Yeah. And so the girls then discover that across the way, there's a silhouette in Allison's bedroom staring out at them. And it's Jason. St- it's Jason's called Jason Stackhouse. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have done that somewhere else in this episode too. Now that I think yeah. about it, it's Jason De Laurentiis who's just standing there very creepishly, like just staring at them, and doesn't like look away when they see him. He just continues no, he, to stare. He moves closer to the window, like mm-hmm. coming more into view. Yeah. Uh, and then there's the fascinating A tag. A tag where it's the the old bead lady is seemingly talking to A. And says, I told him exactly what you wanted me to say. You know, like, so that was all a setup. It, a is directly, like, fucking with Spencer. Well, the, the old B lady who's making tea mm-hmm. and talking about how A has interesting eyes. It's a recurring theme, yeah. The interesting eyes of A. Yeah. Well, I, I like all this flashback stuff, and this totally ties into my idea that, that Spencer is the killer and is actually losing her grip on reality. Um, she says that Allison wouldn't exist without her, which I, I, I like that idea, you know, because it, it, it just goes into the, like Spencer, you know, Emily wouldn't exist without Spencer and, and, and Hannah without Arya, you know? Right, right. Um, and then just the fact that she's out there, Spencer's being into question whether or not she, you know, some, like she says it as like, maybe I caused it to happen or something like that. But it's really like she's questioning whether she herself might have accidentally actually hurt Allison, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's juicy. I mean, like that would have been an interesting twist, for like a season one finale mm-hmm. to have Spencer revealed as the killer. And maybe that's what's coming. Maybe, maybe. Ah, so next week is called just Suisse Unami. Just we and me. I am a friend, I believe. Well, and rely on the feminine word, version of friend. I know I said the last week's episode is one of my favorite episodes, but next week's also is. Excellent. <laughs> next <laughs> week is the, the... This is where Spencer fully becomes Spencer in this next week's episode. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, this episode, not a bad episode, but... uh like in the shadow of last week's and I guess in the shadow of the next week's it's mm-hmm. you know it doesn't shine as brightly well I think there's just all the Arya stuff is just a little bit uncomfortable you know well I think dramatically it's much more interesting when Arya's relationship is threatened yeah than when she's happy yeah exactly Well, I I know they're going for the like Spencer's acting out because she she suspects herself type of thing, but I don't know if they totally landed that theme, you know. Or just she feels guilty. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well. Uh, until then. Yeah. See you. Bye bye.
Thank you.